from worlds beyond to write at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Hey, Jeff! Hi, Aaron! Welcome all to All My Fantasy Children. My name is Aaron Catano. And my name is Jeff Stormer. And this, this is a podcast where Jeff and I, uh... Draw from a magical deck of cards, summoning children, and then we battle each other to see who is the king of games. Yes, yes. And then the loser is banished to the shadow world mm-hmm. because the translation they didn't feel comfortable putting in that we were going to get killed. So they just said that we were being banished to the shadow realm. Yeah, I mean. There's a lot of localization issues. It's a very, it's a very complicated process. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I really don't feel comfortable saying I'm going to kill Jeff if I beat him in this character duel. But I am totally very comfortable with banishing Jeff to the shadow, which honestly for me is a fate worse than death. That sounds worse. Let's be yes, real. Like, yeah. Am I there forever? Like for eternity, because I know for a fact that like there are people that have been there for thousands of years and then they come out into the real world. So yeah, you're banishing me there for eternity. Yeah. Like just kill me if you're going to beat me with your magic tarots. If you're going to look into the spiral ham and produce a better magical child, just kill me. Like, I'm fine with that. Oh, my God. All right. Yu-Gi-Oh! aside, we are a... All My Fantasy Children is a podcast where we take a prompt from listeners like you, and uh, we make a tabletop role-playing character, and we have a good time. Yeah, it's fun. And this week, I'm very fucking excited, because uh, usually, Jeff is the one who gives me tables to roll on. This week... I just got a very fancy book in the mail. It is called Table Fables, a collection of tables for the weary game master by Madeline Hale. And it is incredible. Uh, It is an ungodly amount of amazing, beautiful tables that I can't wait to make Jeff roll on for this character. Yeah, I'm excited because I don't got to do shit. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to sit back. I am currently wearing a smoking jacket. I am I am smoking a cigar. I got I'm I'm on top of the world. I am currently dressed as a cigar. I'm in a cigar mascot suit right now. That sounds right. That's your normal recording outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dressed like a cigar. I am sitting in a box. You have a you have one of those giant arrow signs? Yes. Oh shit. I'm yeah, I'm outside currently <laughs> uh just spinning a sign to point to my fantasy cigar shop. And hold on, I gotta do this sweet 360 spin over my head. <laughs> Come on was, down to the That dark. was very impressive. Magical cigar shop. We got everything you need to puff good. This is gonna this is going nowhere fast. Okay. Living the dream. <laughs> yeah, I mean it ain't easy. You think you think this is easy? <laughs> You think I want to do this job? You think I want to have to be this dancing cigar? I do this for you. It's the only way that I can guide people to the dark magical spiral ham. All right. We have a prompt All right. So this we have, week. Do we have a prompt this week? We do. I swear we do. And the prompt this week is from Twitter user Sword Girlfriend. And their prompt is a mage who just wants to be a rogue. That's, a, that's an admirable goal. But I know. We all right? wish that we were a little more dangerous. I know. I wish I took more risks in life, to be honest, because I don't fucking take any. I mean, I do with like, you know. I, I take... mean, I'd say it's a risky venture to wear a cigar suit and stand outside twirling a sign. Some jobs are dangerous, Jeff, but they just, somebody's got to do them. That's fair. That's yeah, true. There's some, one hero has to rise up and put on, has to be completely naked under a cigar costume. <laughs> 
<laughs> Might as well be me. Might as well be you. Hmm? All right. So we are going to make this character, this mage, using this book. Right. And now, uh, before we even start, I want you to roll on pronouns. Jeff, give me okay. a D6. All right. Four. She. All right. So she is a mage who wants yep. to be a rogue. Give me a D8 for race. Okay. Three. She is an elf. All right. Cool. Cool. Excellent. Yeah, liking so, that. So we have an elf mage, which is, you know, that's some classic stuff. Uh, this, this is where it's already going to go from zero to 100. Jeff, roll me for their age. And do you want to know the options before you roll? Yes. One, infant. Two, young child. Three, adolescent. Young adult. Middle-aged. Aging. Elderly. And eight, dying. Great. Good. What am I rolling? D8? D8, please. Five. All right, so we have a middle-aged elven wizard. All right, all right, so she's she's getting on in years. Kids have moved out. Oh, and it's time to start again. Jeff, this is a, we're in a midlife crisis, or just a new beginning. Yeah, empty, empty, the nest is empty, and it's time to, it's time to roll. <laughs> it's time to be a rogue. But first, I need you to roll me a d6 on NPC disposition. Okay, good. One. This is a kind and welcoming elf. That make, I like that. Yeah, I'm liking that. All right. And now we're going straight by this book. There are people sit back and ready for tables. Welcome to the carpentry room. We're going to make a lot. Of, you're going to use a lot of tables today. Yep. Roll me a D4 for how religious they are. Okay. Two. Mildly religious. So, you know. Believes that there is a higher power out there, but ultimately just, I mean, it makes sense. Um, it just knows there's something, but is ready to just, doesn't let it control her decisions over life. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Sure. I, I buy that. Give me that D6 for a financial status. Four. Very modest. Okay. I'm going to say that a mage, hmm, a mage that has a lot of money, I would say that comes from like collecting a lot of magical stuff. Yeah, I think that she's like a, a a wizardly merchant, kind of. Ooh. She's got a magic, or a potion shop. She's got a potion shop. She's the local potion shop owner. She's an elf, so they're probably like healing potions. Okay, so has a healing potion shop. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's just, it's doing fairly well, but now it's time to move on. Here's what I think it is. Okay. I think that the shop is profitable enough. It's not doing, you know, tremendously, but it's stable enough that... She no longer has to put in the hours of, like, making sure the business plan works. Yeah, 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 So I now the that. time she has, she spent a lot of time, like, building the business, mm -hmm. and now it kind of runs itself. Maybe she's got, maybe she's got the money to hire a manager. I think it's like, elf woman had a bucket list, you know? Mm -hmm. Scratched this off, like, successful potion business, maybe, like, life adventuring as a wizard, then successful potion business once she was, like, 40, and now 10 years have passed, she's 50 years old, and now it's just time for something new. Yeah, and now it's like, I can finally spend time having fun. Yeah. What do I want to do for fun? Pop locks. Pop yeah. and lock. Um, give me a D100 for a character trait. Okay. 93. She's quite tasteful. All right, I like that. Yeah, I like, she's, okay. Old-fashioned? Like, are we going tasteful like she's She's just like, a dignified. She's classy. She's a Ooh. classy lady. I like that. Uh, what is a tasteful wizard? Like, almost like a, a high-level wizard, so a lot of, like, big, 
glamorous golden robes. Ooh, she's yeah. a taste. She's a tastemaker. Okay, I like this. I like my wizards classy. Damn it. So maybe it's not even so much like a healing potion shop. Maybe she's just making like magical, like cool magical things, like like uh, like smoke spells and stuff. And she's just selling like cool trinkets. Okay, so, Jeff. Does she have a magical like? cigar shop type thing i think she has a magical cigar shop yeah i like that think in the way of like it's uh like the things you would use to decorate like a pretty dope parlor yeah i mean like a smoke shop like sells literal magical robes but like for relaxation purposes yeah yeah yeah. or like scrolls of dancing lights as like an entertainment thing like you know entertain a party with these scroll with these dancing lights like add luminescence to your next get together Jeff, this is leading me to believe that this person uh, has spent her entire life as, like, a reserved wizard, but really wanted to party really fucking bad. Oh, yeah. I think that she has spent so much of her life, like, you know what? I got it. I think I got something. Really, it's kind of Kind of along the same lines. I think she spent her entire life among, like, wealthy, like, elite parties. Yeah. She, like, snob parties. Like, you know, like, caviar and wine and suits and fancy stuff. And she's like, I just want to cut loose. I have never gotten to cut loose in my life. Is it like a party city, like dancing light strobe light machine? You know what I mean? Like, it's for having like cool, badass, like partying. It's it's what a wealthy, middle-aged elf woman thinks is like cool parties. <laughs> so it's a Spencer's Gifts. Holy shit, Jeff. <laughs> Fantasy Spencer Gifts. Oh, fuck, yes. This is everything to me. All right, all right, all right. So we have the owner. Oh, my God. It's just been, welcome to all my fantasy shopkeepers. <laughs> um, Yeah, this is, all right, let's, wait. No, we have a name table. We'll get there. We'll get there. All right, all um, right, all right. So this is the owner of a really cool party store, like, sells everything. Just, let's just say everything, mm. like, everything you need to be cool. and like Yeah, right, right, like, just cool magical stuff. Yeah, like, really cool magical shit, but also, like, cigars and robes, and, like, if that's your party, you know, that, we got yeah. that for you. The party emporium. Right, right, right. So I think I've, I've got something, but I want to see where the tables go, so I'm gonna... Okay, give me a D100 for a name. Okay. 72. Her name is Piera. Piera. Okay. Piera. Yeah. P-I-E-R-A. Or Pyra. You want to say Pyra? Pyra Spencer. Yeah. Pyra Spencer. No! I'm being banished to the Shadow Realm! Oh, God, no! Can we just establish, too, that Spencer's gifts, the back of the store, is the Shadow Realm? Yeah, When you're, like, 14, you're like, fake gack. What's that long thing that's vibrating? (laughs) There's a line of bead. There's a line of black, like... Uh, like inky beads and that's what they call it the shadow realm. Oh shit Jeff the shadow realm is an adult extension of the store. Oh my god and it's like hey uh, that's what you say if you want access to the back of the store you're like hey excuse me Pyra can I be banished to the shadow realm and it's like oh yes you can can I see your ID please and then yeah, you get banished. <laughs> and then that's why it's like you gonna you're gonna wanna stay there forever. You're never gonna wanna come out of the shadow realm, you dirty bird. Alright, let's all right. Alright. 
Um, Great. Give me a d20 for a character background. All right. Five. You were born into royalty, growing up among nuances of court. So you have inherited a small duchy of your own. You spend your time running the household and enjoying many of the finer things in life. Okay. So like we Kind of lines up with what we were saying. Yeah. Yeah. Except royalty changes a little bit. We've never talked about like the monarchy of Moon Crescent. We have not. We said that it's run. Uh, we said it's a, what is it? Oligarchy? That's an oligarchy. So it's run by an organization or like a council. Okay. So she's of the high council or like related to them. And we said you get where you are uh, based on what you contribute. So she's like, okay. So her family, like magic runs in her family. Maybe it's in her blood somehow. Okay. I like this. And so they're a a line of wizards that have like provided a lot of, okay. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. They provided a lot of like, uh, like I was saying earlier about healing magic. Like they provided a lot of that healing magic for elves that are in low tide like elves that need magic or need like magical support yeah this family the spencer family has given that magical support over the generations and i love that now her healing magic is like buying a nice vibrator or like buying a nice flashlight is like hey man i get it like sometimes you're in low tide and you need a little something i got you or it's it's like like or it's like buying a. Uh... I will delete that. <laughs> now we're well. Now we're and how her magic is like. Hey, I need a. I need a an orb of dancing lights because I just want to look at a cool lava lamp. And she's like, "Here you go." And it's like, "Yeah, lava lamp." That's great. It's everything. This store is like we said. It's sort of like a cigar shop in the way of like it's everything you need to party. And I put that in air quotes because it's like what you need to have good, feel good, relax. You know, mm-hmm. they have everything. It's like a fantasy dispensary. It's a fantasy Spencer's. It's a fantasy smoke shop. Yeah. This is just like the relaxation center of Moon Crescent. Yeah. This store, Pyra Spencer, is the supplier of just like feel goods for Moon Crescent. Yeah. I love this. And it's just, it's very elf centric. Yeah, it's very, it's it's a lot of like, hey, if you want to relax and enjoy yourself, here are the tools to do so. I like this a lot. So this is, okay, so this Pyra is pretty fucking chill. Yeah, and she's kind of spent her whole life in that chill, elven atmosphere, and she's like, but I'd kind of like to see what it's like to just go wild. I lo- okay, well, I'll ask you a question then. Is this her uh, her wanting to, like, break loose? Is she approaching a, was she in a low tide for a while and is now approaching a high? Mm, I like that. I like that, 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 that she built the shop. Because that's actually really impressive if she, like, built this successful business while, like, dealing with that. Yeah, while dealing like, cool. with, like, feeling... What was what was, what was was going on with her while she was in low tide, you think? I think it was just difficult for her to, like, motivate herself to do things. And it took a lot more work for her to, like, open up the store and talk to customers than it would have if she was all engines were go. She's just like, you know, she'd wake up and be like, I don't want to go in today, but I know if I don't go in that I don't get paid and then the store gets shuttered, so I have to go in. So there were days where she'd go in and just hope that nobody comes into the store. And then somebody comes in and she'd be like, well, okay, let me put on the smile and be like, hey, how are you? It's great to see you. Is there anything I can help you with? Okay, so uh, with that then, 
I think that after a short amount of time, she started noticing that the store was like the things that she was selling to brighten up other people were starting to like lift her mood. I like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that it, she became that very like, you know, when you walk into a store that someone owns and they're like, oh, my God, hey, like, welcome to my store. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm so happy you're here. And just that very energetic, happy store owner that's like, welcome, feel free to poke around, you know what I mean? I got this and that. Let me know if you have anything. And I think that was during low ties. She started noticing yeah. that these things surrounding herself with the things that she just started selling shit that makes her feel good. Yeah, she yeah, started yeah, sure. following her, you know, started following her happiness. Like, I yeah. love me some I love scented candles. And it's like, well, I'm just gonna sell them. I mean, I'm gonna I want to surround myself with these scented candles. You know what I mean? I might as well sell them in my store. If I'm going to be feeling like shit, I'm going to try to find some happiness while I'm, I have to work. So I'm going to might as well, you know, surround myself with what makes me happy at work. Oh, lucky for this person. Then they got, you know, they got it made selling their shit. Right. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. Good for them. I'm excited. All right. So we have a character past generator. Okay. Give me a D8 for a place of birth. One. A rural country town. Okay, I have an idea then. Go for it. All right. This is like a royal family. You said she's of the bloodline, right? Yeah, right. It's in her, Magic is in her blood. Magic is in her blood, but I think she is like, uh, her family are like the cousins. You okay, I, mean? I like that. So they're in like a country home. Like, you know how in, uh, in like old school England, it would be like, oh, well, there's the city and then there's the country. Yeah, right. Like- I know, I know what the concept of the country is. Yes. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. But I mean, like, it literally meant like they used to have like all rich people would have a city house and a country house. Yeah, right, right. No, I, yeah, I totally get what you mean. Like, she's, yeah, her family is like royalty, but they're kind of removed enough that they're not at court every single day. They're kind of just invited for the major functions, yes. and then they go back to the country. This is like the Roger Clinton of the family. Yes. I love this so much. So, like, technically royalty, but only got the bennies in the way of, like, by name and by association. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had a great yeah. place to live and, like, a good solid upbringing of, like, magical training and, like, healing magics and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what led to the store is because it's like, I have these resources. I have to work. I'm trying to link this to why she has a magical store. Oh, okay. I'm thinking that's, that's not the greatest scenario in a, in a, in a society that we established where you're, you're rewarded by creation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being just linked to a family that's like rich and famous. But not really having much, like, you know what I mean? But not mm-hmm. actually yeah. being an active member of this, that society that, like, gets to change things and, like, decide where the water flows to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It's got to be a bummer, a little bit. And it, I think it's just a lot of, do you th- I don't know, I'm trying to make this work. No, I think it's good. I, th- like, I, I think it works at, like, they're not, they don't get a lot of the benefits of royalty. They're called to court sometimes, like, but for the most part, the family's just on their own. And... You know, the money comes in, but they could use a little more. Yeah. So they're just like, so it's like, okay, yeah, we've got our allowance from royalty, so we don't need a lot. So we have advantages, but like money is good. We need to work like they still need to work. So it's like, okay, well, what can I do? Well, I'm good at making the magic stuff, so I may as well try to like sell it. And then that worked out. Okay. I like that a lot. And now I will, I'm going to go off book for a second. How did, okay, so 
Pyra is 50. Yep. Was there a time of being a wizard and adventuring? Or is it just like she's a healer? Hmm. I'm kind of leaning towards no adventuring because I think that makes it more, that makes it make more sense that she wants to like. Yes. Do cool stuff now. This, this is like 50 years of trying to prove yourself in elven society. Yeah. This is 50 years then of working on this store, you know, maintaining a level of self-care using the store and also building up to a success because if you're rewarded by what you give, you know what I mean, and what you create, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. then this is 50 years of... Well, it's, it's yeah, it's like she's she probably started, like, doing healing stuff or making stuff Yeah. when she was like, here, okay, I've got something. Okay. In her, like, 20s, she worked for... Whatever she did, just like work for like hospitals and doctors and things, just making healing things, providing care stuff. She just did that. She did that for maybe like 10 years. She was 30. She got out of that and she said like, all right, let me. And she kind of just did some freelance stuff for a couple years. She's probably had this store for, I'm going to say, about 8 to 10 years. Oh, okay. So it started out as like small time, just... You know what I mean? This started out yeah. as just like a small healing operation. But yeah. why? Okay, so. Okay, no, then I have something then. Okay, then that means that Pyra, Pyra, while being from the country, was known as royalty. Right. Did she do this as like a service to communities? Uh, was yeah. she traveling like from town to town just doing her royal duty as healing? Maybe her family is like, uh, this is a line of healers. Yeah, all right, all right. And so she was doing her duty traveling from uh, place to place, you know, just healing the sick and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But seeing that that life of like the royal duty just wasn't for her, not in that cliche, yeah, right, like yeah, a princess no, who isn't following her destiny, but really what, noticing how like this, this isn't making me happy. And I think, yeah, definitely. I think that's absolutely it. Yeah. Which led to the idea of what does. And I think it started from, I'm mean, honestly, if you're selling a store of magical baubles, that means you came to acquire some and you saw how good they made you feel. I think she, while traveling place to place and doing this magic, entertained herself with, like, illusion magic, right? Yes. It was like, hey, look, dancing lights, that's fun. Hey, look, you want to see a fun trick? Here's a ghost sound. Oh, it sounds like somebody's around the corner. Little shit. You know, goofing yeah. off. Yeah, 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 The type of stuff you would do when you're on the road going from place to place. She does that shit. She gets out of sort of her, like, courtly duties of traveling to the hospital and helping people. And it's like, okay, well, what now? Well, I'm good at this, like, goofing off illusion magic. Maybe I can do something with that. Maybe I can, like, she was like a traveling, she was like a, like a, uh, a cocktail party magician for a little while. Oh in my her, like, 30s. god, this makes total sense now. Or This is like a true story of, like, not rags to riches, but just, like, figuring out, like, what she's good at and what you want to do and what you want to do in life. And so she's done that. She did that for a little while. Uh, she didn't really like the traveling. It was a bit too much like the royal duty. So she like picked a spot and said, I'm just going to like sell stuff. Like I can sell things to make other people do that. And then I don't have to travel. I don't have to like have appointments and stuff. I can kind of just do my shop hours. I love this. It led Pyra to want to, you know, start selling trinkets. Yeah, she just wanted to like... She was like, I like the joy people get from these little magical baubles and things. I like that. That's fun. Can I ask you to give me a roll then to see what the first magical bauble was that gave yes. her joy? 
All right, this is from the mundane treasure table. Uh, give me a D100 to find out what was Pyra's first trinket from the road, from her travels, that just made her feel awesome, like just being a little collector of knickknacks. 87. It was an 87. 87. A white rope made from braided horse hair. <laughs> okay, no, I got it. Yep. What do you have? It's a rope of animate rope. It's a rope that you're able to let you pull it out and it kind of dances. You can make it turn into a lasso and like lasso your coffee mug and pull it over to you. Oh no, Jeff, this is a mundane treasure. Oh, is it? This is a mundane treasure table. You know what I'm thinking it is? What? You know those little things that you used to do at summer camp where you tie the lanyard on top? You know what I mean? You make a little lanyard from like the rope. Right. Yeah. I'm thinking that it was truly just like was was healed someone, you know what I mean? Someone came up to them after and then gave them just like a thank you and the best they could do was like a that's little cute. trinket. Yeah. That's a cute, yeah, that's a cute, I like that. That's a cute little thing. And she was like, oh, this is great. I like like cute little trinkets. And I think it became like uh, what we would think of as like a cell phone charm for her. Yeah. And just started seeing as, oh, I have something cool. Okay, go for so it. So she travels from town to town healing people in it early on. You know what I mean? Right. And as yeah. she did, every town, all she would ask for as payment is like, all I ask for is that you make me something. Make me a little something stupid. Or like, right. you know what I mean, give me your old junk and I'll trade you uh I'll trade you some healing. So it's like yeah. everybody knows it's not really real payment. So I think eventually she has like a large amount of crap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she has like a large amount of junk with her. And then, you know, has to purge it just as all people do, you know, keeps growing up, but remembers just how nice it was to have stuff from, like, you know what I mean? How good it feels to just have, like, junk. You know, everybody has, like, I have a desk covered in, like, knickknacks and things. They're they're just reminders of the life you've lived and the reminders of all the places you've been. So I think that Spencer's gifts, this Pyra Spencer's gifts, you know, these things are from, like, all over the world. Ooh. It's like uh, keychains um, from different parts of the world. You know what I mean? Like you can go, yeah, it's right, like right. a truck stop slash Spencer's gifts of everything. Like, you know what I mean? You right. can get. It's just cute. It's cute. Cute tchotchkes. Yes. It's a tchotchke store with a shadow realm. Yeah. And it's got like, and like, I think that she's, cause she's got magical power. So she's like enchanting the tchotchkes with like little magical spells. And it's like, not much. Like, nobody's gonna, you're not gonna be like, oh my god, this thing makes, like, ghost sound, that's cool, but, like, it's a fun shtick. And I, I have a segue. Okay, so, opens the store because it was a reminder of such a wonderful time in her life, and she was yeah. traveling the world, yeah. collecting tchotchkes. I think she's just a collector by heart. Like, a like collector that, yeah. of nature, just, like, likes, likes things. I like, you know, like, tiny things and keepsakes. Yeah, right. So, I think someone comes in, makes a purchase... And, uh, pays her. Do you pay her still with stuff? Do you, like, do you, is it a barter system? Like, you trade a tchotchke for, like, a magic, uh, a little bauble? I think it's a little bit like a pawn shop. Like, you can buy things or sell things or, like, negotiate a trade. It's flexible. She's not super worried about, like, the finances because she's got enough to live because she's kind of royalty. All right, then. Then I think there was a time where she was handed an item as payment. Like, this person was buying, like, a snow globe of Moon Crescent. Right, yeah. And it was enchanted that, like, the snow melts over time, and then you have to wait for it to fall again to shake it, which is a really cool idea, and I wish that was real. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, And the trade 
It was like a hooded figure, you know, jolly, but mysterious. Right. Handed Pyra an item. Because I'm trying to think of what is the transition then from this being 50 and missing the days of travel, but just knowing, but being handed an item. I'm thinking she's handed an item that's like very powerful or like has a magical property for the trade for like a snow globe. What were you thinking? Oh, I've got a real specific setup for for sort of transitioning into thief life. Okay, give me then. Fuck that. That's stupid. I think what happens is like, yeah, she's selling these trinkets. They've got little enchantments. It's like, yeah, this has like a light spell. Like, look, if you if you touch the button, poof, big light, big bright light. And she's like, for for ten years, she sells everything. You know, it's a little boring at this point. It's a job. It's a living. Until somebody comes in and looks at that little, like, bobble that you touch it and lights up, and, like, suddenly I'm blinded. What? It's, or it's, like, not even blinded, just, like, temporarily, like, flash, ow, bright light just flashed in my eyes. Jeff, no, I know where you're going. And this black-robed figure is, like, okay. And, like, picks up that, that horsehair, uh, like, cell phone thing with the, with the use, the animate rope thing. Jeff. And like whips it a little bit, Jeff. and suddenly it's like a grappling hook, and it's Jeff, like, huh? You're making Batman. Well, I'm making Lucius Fox, but I sure, know. close enough. I yeah. know what you're doing, and I love it. <laughs> so yeah, this is the most perfect transition. Oh my god, her magical bubbles just happen. Like she's been enchanting these things without realizing that she's happened to be making like great thieves tools. <laughs> oh shit. So the store, this knickknack shop, becomes just like the surplus of thief tools that are like, and she has the power to enchant. Jeff, she has the power to enchant everyday objects with magic. Yeah, with fucking magic to become like a thief's tool. So she's like the MacGyver. She's like a MacGyver rogue. Yeah. So she's like becoming friends with thieves and hearing their stories and being like, well, that sounds fun. And they're like, yeah, I had your little flashball. I rolled it in there. I triggered it. They all, like, they were all blinded. I ran in. I snatched the thing and I was gone before they were covered. She's like, well, I could make more of those. Like, that's not even impressive. I could do a better one than that. Make it, I could make it roll back into your hand when you're done with it. And they're like, do it. I will pay you. I'm thinking she's keeping it for herself. Now it's like the store has, the store has, is in someone else's hands. And now it's like her retirement years. Like she's taking early retirement and going out as like a treasure hunter slash burglar. I like that a lot. I like that she's like, well, I can do that. That's easy. Like, let me make some of these. Yeah. And they're just for me to become like the world's greatest treasure hunter. Yeah. Holy shit. That's cool as hell. That is cool as hell. Um, let's just give an example. Like what? What is a knickknack that like at Spencer's that you can turn into a thief's tool? Um, okay. I yeah. got it. Give me. It's a, a, a marching toy, right? Yes. Like a wind up little like thing. Yeah. She rolls it out. It casts ghost sound. It makes it sound like a break-in is happening on the other side of the building. Ooh. So she wheels it out. It, like, clang, 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 clang. Break-in noises in the other direction. The guards run off in the other direction. She just waltzes in because, like, and then just picks up the toy. I love this so much. And then, <laughs> because it's Spencer's gifts, there's, like, fake puke. But, yeah. like, uses it to corrode a lock on a chest, and it's like, hee, yeah. hee, Shit like that. Like, little shit. I love this so- It's like a gadgeteer, slash yeah. mage, slash rogue. Oh, my God. That means she's, like, she's reclassing, or, like, she's multiclassing. Yeah. She needs a weapon, Jeff. She's gotta have a weapon. Okay, I have that. Um, Magical items. Oh, she's gonna have a magic weapon. Cool. Excellent. 
All right, give me a D hundred, but only in the table it's like fifty to a hundred are weapons. So okay, so give. Uh, I'll just re-roll if it's. I'll re-roll the tens digit if it goes over yes. under fifty. Perfect, sixty-five. Sixty-five is a long-handled nagamaki. So a basically like a very. It's a samurai. It's a katana with a really long handle that, when swung, creates a powerful wave of wind. That's, that makes, that's, I like that. I like that a lot. You know, I think she uses it. How so? She fucking flies. That's pretty cool. I'm thinking less like blows people away, but more of like shoot like waves at the ground and like uses the gust to like carry her on top of a building. Jumps up like two stories or something. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Ooh. Jeff, this is really cool. Okay, so what did, what does she want? That's the thing. Like just to be a rogue? Thrills. You know I mean? Excitement. But like, Why? Is my question like what is it, it can't just be like she got old and bored of the shop like what happened like what was the turning point when she was like this shop is not enough see you say that but I kind of think that's exactly what it is is like she did she did the job for 10 years right yeah and after 10 years she's like okay good she wakes up she goes to work she chats with the customers you know uh Misty comes in and Misty's gonna knock something over. She knocks something over every day. It's fine. I'm gonna talk to her. I'm gonna laugh about it. She's gonna, she's gonna offer to pay. I'm gonna say it's not actually broken, so don't worry about it. I'm gonna put it back on the shelf. Uh, I'm gonna go for lunch. I'm gonna have my soup. I'm gonna, you know, restock the shelves. I'm gonna sweep. I'm gonna close up shop. I'm gonna go home. So that's like pretty much that for that. It's been like that for the last like three or four years. So the second that like, Something comes up that's different than that. The second a thief comes in, is like, hey, you know your magic is thieves' tools. She's like, oh, well, that's new. Let's lean into this and see what happens. I And we did say that she does miss the days of, like, traveling and going from place to place. Jeff, I have an idea. All right, hit and me. It's, it's not some big anime shit, I promise. Hit me, hit me, hit so me. So we, we, she misses the days of traveling from place to place and collecting, like, knickknacks. What if now it's just going from place to place into like impenetrable, impregnable fortresses and dungeons? Mm-hmm. And she then, like, say she goes to the town of um, Chicory. Right. She goes know? to Chicory. She goes to Chicory and they're like, please help us. Like, the evil Don Malone is inside his fortress and he's ca- he he's using the orb of exasperation the orb of exasperation to make us all so panicky all the time yeah he's affecting our mental states and so she's like okay i can get in there like that's real so she cases out the joint she you know she gets her crew together yeah and you know what the payment is a fucking knickknack it's like a pot here's we've made this clay pot i made a clay pot for you nice thank you Cha-ching. yep and i ooh, it goes back to her day no more healing though but just no. he- healing the community by bringing a level yeah. of pe- like goes into will go into a dungeon and use the nakamaki to like kill uh you know an owl bear that's right. like that's causing problems eating all their livestock and yeah. getting a magical item from the dungeon that will then benefit the community but only taking in return like this is a small statue of a cat yeah it's like this is a good cat statue it's a good cat statue so she basically goes back to antiquing well, and I think that this is the first time in her life that she's like, because the thing we, we said that she, that she opened the shop because she didn't really love traveling, right? Yeah. But I think that this is the first time in her life that, that like, 
she's now she now loves traveling because she's traveling for her and not for work. Yeah, I like that. Like she's it's the idea that like she stopped traveling because it was for courtly duties or it was for bookings or it was like, hey, we need hey, come over here, like somebody telling her what to do. Now she goes where she wants, she does what she wants, she helps the people she wants to help. Now she's actually learning, like, the joy, the the little joyful things that she missed when she was younger. Now she's, like, freed of all those responsibilities. Now she's seeing Ooh. those things for the first time. And she's, like, reevaluating. She's like, man, it was fun to be, like, a, like a traveling magician. Like, that was neat. I liked that. Yeah. And then maybe, maybe she starts doing that from time. Maybe that's... <gasps> Aaron, is that her cover story? <gasps> she goes into town as a traveling magician and then, like, solves all your problems? She's like a traveling magician and then somebody comes... Oh, okay. All right, hold on. Gimme! I could. I was trying to think of, like, a as like a cool ep- like a cool show title, but I don't got it, so... Wait, no, cut we can, all we of can that do absence. this. We can do this. I'm thinking, like, Abra-C-Crime or something. Abra-Crime-Dabra oh, or something. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So this is... You're, you're thinking of already the animated series about, uh... The... The USA, Pyra. the USA television primetime series characters welcome. Yes. Oh, okay. Then, um, <laughs> hmm. Knickknack something whack. Knickknack batty whack. Knickknack batty whack. That's it. Batty whack. Knickknack batty whack. Tuesdays, USA Network characters welcome. Because she wants the knickknacks and then she'll whack the batty. Yeah, knickknack batty whack. So, okay. So we open on a town, right? Like we, we get a pre credit sequence of like, of, like, Don Malone in a tower being like, yes, I've got the orb of exasperation. Everyone's panicky, and they'll buy my, uh, my, help, my healing potions. <laughs> yes. Cut to the theme song. We come in, she's, like, riding in on a cart, and, like, does a little, like, puppet show, and she's animating the puppets with her magic. She's using Mage Hand, and, like, the puppets are do- doing a Punch and Judy thing. Oh, my God. And she's, like, packing up shop, and a, 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 a handsome... A beefcakey guy comes up because it's USA Network, so he's so he's probably wearing like a too tight shirt. Oh, absolutely! And he comes up like, "Hey, you're uh, you're Pyra Spencer. Depends on who's asking, kid. We need your help to take down Don Malone. He's a bad guy. I don't, I don't work for free. We don't have much. All I have is wait, this wait, wait, pot. wait, wait. No, wait. There is a knickknack generator in this book. All right, yeah. So she's like, I don't work for free. <laughs> There's so many what do, tables, Jeff. What do I roll? What do I roll for Nick? Hold, hold on, I need to know. Hold on one second. Um <laughs> give me a D one hundred. Alright. Seven. No, seventy. Seventy. Alright, so she says, I don't work for free. And the big beefcake guy goes, I have a sewing needle that cannot pierce cloth, only living flesh. And she's like, <laughs> well, that's weird as shit, but all right. What the fuck? <laughs> she takes it. So she, like, hands it off, and we get, like, one of those close-up hand-to-hand shots of them both holding it, and then we cut to commercial. We come back, and she's, like, casing the joint, and we see a whole lot of, like, it's a lot of, like, zooming in shots of, of like, that ledge, and we zoom in on the ledge, and maybe, like, you know, ter- like, ter- like it goes Terminator, where it lays out, like, the features of the ledge. We see her bust out the, bust out the wind spe- the sword spear, she swings it, she jumps up, and it's a whole lot, and then there's a guard walking up, and he sees a little, like, uh, like, toy thing, starts clanking, he's like, there's somebody coming from the south wall! And she's like, yeah, cause I'm on the north wall. Oh, shit! And it's like that, it's like a whole USA network, and, like, drama. <laughs> she's like a cat burglar! 
Yeah, and she's doing it for justice. For also for sweet knickknacks. Also for sweet knickknacks. Now the question then becomes: Okay, is there a hunky? Is there a hunky law enforcement officer on her tail? Of course, and l- let's just roll to find out who the fuck it is. I don't... All right, all right. I'm gonna roll for pronouns because I want to know who the who yeah, the yeah, I want to yeah. know who the sexy the sexy law enforcement officer. Two. All right. Yeah. So he's a he's a beefcakey. Give me a fucking like a, D8. He's like a Benjamin Bratt type, maybe. One. It's a human. It's a yeah. Hunky human. Yeah. His name is. Wait. There's also a <laughs> name, the name, name table. The name oh table. I'm like scrambling. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Give me a D100. D100. Seventy. His hunky name is Pollum. Pollum. Damn. Pyra and Pollum. Pyra and Pollum. Ooh, two sides of the same coin. I'm gonna catch. Do, wait, what is her cat burglar name? Trying to, try to think. Do you want to just roll another, run on another table? Yeah. Give me, what's her alias? Give me a D100. Uh, her alias. 61. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> it fucking rhymes with Pyra. Her name is Myra, but what's her <laughs> last name? Myra the Magician. I'm gonna oh. get you, Myra the Magician. I'm gonna get you, the Myra the Magician. Ah, if I'm, if my name isn't, I've already forgotten it. <laughs> Pullum. My name isn't Pullum. My name is Huck Pullum. My name is Huck Pullum. And Myra the Magician, you will go down. Ugh. And there's see okay, there's definitely gotta be scenes where, like, the two of them are, like, in a room, and he can't get her, because she's on the other side of, like, a glass wall, and they have a brief moment where they're like, you know, in another life, I might have wanted to take you out for dinner. And she maybe, like, gives a wink to the glass window, to the glass wall, and then, like, poof of smoke, and she's gone, and he just, like, he smop, he stops, and he's angry, but he kind of smiles a little bit. You can't resist her. She's too cool. <laughs> and she's middle-aged. Yeah. He's like 30. She's like 65. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this so much. So Myra the Magician, a.k.a. Pyra Spencer, owner of Moon Crescent's Chill Relaxation Gift Shop and Knickknack Store, the star of the hit fictitious show knickknack Battywhack, because pyra travels around helping communities by giving basically trading knickknacks for dope magical items that are like like once she gets the orb of exasperation back they like recalibrate yeah. it and it becomes like the orb of chill feels yeah right right it becomes like a valuable elven artifact to help with people in low tide holy shit jeff is this a local hero is this only in moon crescent <laughs> It's mo- it's it's all in elven territory, this which is, is and I think hilarious. that's I think we get a lot of scenes of of Huck Pullum being like trying to grill people and then being like, "Get out of here, human!" Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, fuck, elves!" Yeah, <laughs> fucking Huck Pullum, what an <laughs> asshole! Wait, why why does he have a problem with Pyra Spencer? Because <laughs> she's breaking the law, Aaron. Oh, she's true. a criminal. You're, oh shit, he's a cop. 
He's a cop. Yeah, he's oh, a hunky cop. He's, he's a, a hunky cop, and they're like in a Batman, Catwoman, cat and mouse situation. Oh, that's what makes it so sexy. Aaron. I okay, sorry, I was missing that. I hate <laughs> love and I hate sexiness, so I was just like, wait, why is there sexual tension between the two of them? <laughs> now it all makes sense because yeah. he's a cat and she's a mouse, and they chase each other and then they fuck like cats and well, mice they, do, they, like Tom and yeah. Jerry. Yeah, right. It's like the uh, so you've read my fan fiction. Then I have what finished saying. your fan fiction, and the beginning was great notes? with the mallets. And yeah, the beginning was great of your Tom Gray fan fiction. There was mallets. Great, great, great. Uh, there was the part where he throws the pie and it goes in Tom's face. But yeah, then the right. part when he looked. All right, let's cut. Let's cut all of this. Absolutely, no, absolutely. <laughs> but I love this. No, a lot. I think yeah, I think that's fantastic. I think that's. I do we want to roll in the classic D and D table soon? Yeah, let's roll on the classics to before we wrap up. All right, I'm gonna go. I've already, I already know exactly. We're gonna go with criminal. Oh, roll me a D8. Uh, I'm gonna actually. You know what? I'm gonna roll a D8. Uh, duh. Yeah, I'll ask you and act like I know the answer. Jeff, right. roll me a D8 for her character okay. trait. Uh, that's a six. I don't pay attention to the risks in a situation. Never tell me the odds. I feel like that's. That's copyrighted. You shouldn't really be having that in your D&D book. She's really trying hard, I'd like to think, like to be cool and being like, I take risks, Pollum. And he's like, yeah, I know. You're a cat burglar. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I don't play by your rules. Yes, I know. You're breaking the law. Yeah, no, that's just, that. that's that's actually just the line that she says. She's like, I don't pay attention to the risks. But like, we also <laughs> get a, we also get a 10 minute segment of her like, measuring out like can i make this jump okay do i have the gear and it's like she's super prepared but she's instant just tells people like i live for the risks and then there's a 10 minute clip of her attaching like a little <laughs> a little cow charm to her fantasy cell phone yeah all right i'm gonna roll d6 for an ideal i'm gonna i'm gonna pretend like i am all right animal c6 it fell off the table there we go what'd you get <laughs> oh, I figure if you're rolling, tell me what you rolled. I didn't realize you had dice in front of you. One horsey. I don't steal from others in the trade. Lawful. Honor. That makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. he's fucking, this is so corny. So it makes sense that she would think this. She's like, she's, yeah, she <laughs> has like a really obnoxious code of honor. And like, she, again, she talks about it like it's a really cool thing. And Pullum is just like, no, I mean, you're just sort of like hamstringing yourself. She's like, I never steal at night. Only in the daytime. And he's like, well, that's just making your life more difficult. She's like a super square elf who thinks like a really big badass. Like, I have a thief's code. Um, You're wearing a wizard's hat still. I don't know if you know that. You're obviously very magical. No. Think again. I don't listen to you. I am... I steal from my friends. Ugh, like, very cliche. Yeah. Writes them out. Has note cards during yep. every interaction with Pollum. He's like, stop right there. She pulls one out. And it's like, um, hold on. Um, I'll stop when I'm dead. He's like, okay, then. But you're stopped right now. You did stop for a, a solid minute to get that card out. Did I? And then puffs away and you're like yes yes you did but she's gone you're sure. like, okay hold on hold on um let's see let's see uh, right now the are we are we are we by a river no okay um no 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 is it <laughs> is it july no it's not okay uh yeah 
She she has a book of tables. <laughs> she has a bunch of really specific like one-liners that she writes out in her downtime. She's like, okay, but if like Pollum is chasing me and it's autumn, then I could say, I'm gonna make like a tree and leaf. Cause the leaves will be falling. I'm gonna write that down. But then like July comes and she's like, I'm gonna make like nope, that's not gonna hold on. Let me give me a second. Sits down, <laughs> just sits down cross-legged for a second, just <laughs> hmm. And every time Pollum tries to arrest her, she just kind of gusts him away, like with her with her sword. <laughs> 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 yeah, Stop it. Yeah. I can't get that close. <clears throat> There's like dust getting in my mouth. <clears throat> okay. Alright, roll me a D6 for a bond. Alright, bond. Three frog. Something important was taken from me, and I aim to steal it back. Ooh, what gets taken? Oh, obviously someone does she have a rival cat burglar, or is it something Pollum took? Pollum stole a nick. It's got to be a knickknack. Her heart. Stop it. <laughs> and she no, wants I think it. It's... <laughs> no, and she no, wants no, it back. It's the... Jeff, Jeff, you said it. You said All it. It's too right, late. Yeah. No takesies, backsies. Yeah. So, so uh, at least part of this is that a hunky man is like she's she's digging it. It's adding to the danger of I it. I think I think this all started because he came into the store and was like, you know, just like shopping around. They had this amazing connection and then like, you know, like parted ways. But that's why he knows who she really is. He's mm-hmm. like, wait a minute. You're the shop owner. You're the owner of Spencer's Gifts. I know that Bruce Wayne is Batman and I'm going to yeah. prove it. But he and can't. And he's got to prove it and he can't prove it because she's too good. Yeah, but she doesn't want to hurt him. That's why she uses the wind just to blow him away. <laughs> He's like, now I finally, <laughs> blow it, like Team Rocket's blasting looks off like, again. Looks like Huck Pullum is blasting off again. <laughs> Ding. All right. Roll me a D6 for a flaw. It's so fucking stupid, by the way. I love it. <laughs> this is so dumb. It's become like a fucking wacky Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah. And I really like it because it started out like she's an elf and she's trying to like take care of herself and now it's like nah fuck that she wants to go she wants to bone down with a cop who's chasing her but she blasts him away with wind because he knows her identity (laughs) yeah right five ant i turn tail and run when things look bad (laughs) she's not serious about like she's not trying to get killed no but also like she's a really really powerful wizard so it's like, yeah. I think it's more of like, I don't want to kill, I could kill you at any time. Right. I just kind of don't want you to know that. I think it's cute. I think she honestly thinks it's kind of like, there's literally no stopping this woman. Right. Like, Pollum does not stand a chance, but she, I think they really like each other at the end of the day. This is like, they yeah. have a genuine connection, and I think they shared a common interest in like collecting baubles. Right. But she knows that their love can't be a thing now because- He's a criminal and he's a cop, yeah. Yeah, and she loves living this life of a rogue, and so she doesn't want to trade it. You know what I mean? She could just be like, I could give up the game and, you know, uh, let him arrest me, but eventually break out and just be like, shut up. No, these shackles are now made of licorice because I'm a wizard. But I think this life is too important for her to really settle down with Pollum, so she'll take what she can get and get that cute chase. Yeah. And they totally have like Selena Kyle Batman like make out on a rooftop things where he's like, no, this is wrong. And she's like, is it? Is mm-hmm. it, Pollum? And he's like so fucking dumb. And he's like, my duty as a cop <laughs> is too important. <laughs> I love that yeah. the Catwoman is like 65 years old. Batman is like 29. Batman's a 29. Yeah. So I think that's, and I think that's, a, I think that's a wrap. Oh, God. That is a wrap on Pyra Spencer. Also known as Myra the Magician. Also known as Myra the Magician, star of Knick Knack Baddywhack. 
On the USA Network. On the USA Network. Thank you, USA, characters for your welcome. sponsorship this week. Uh, characters are indeed welcome. Yep, yep, yep. Um, thank you so much to Twitter user Sword Girlfriend for your prompts. A mage who just wants to be just wants to be a rogue. <laughs> Dream yep. accomplished. You are. This is the most roguish life ever by the way it even has like she made it happen has this sexy subplot where it's like being chased and like totally in control you know it's hot it turned into a sexy rogue life it's like a sexy yeah it's like a sexy rogue drama and it's cool that's good shit fuck yeah oh my god and if you'd like to submit your own character to become a sexy subplot um there's a lot of ways to do that you can there sure are wait hold on there's a lot of ways you can do that how about you tweeted us using the hashtag fantasy children or use the handle at AMFC underscore podcast. You can also slide over to our Facebook page at <laughs> facebook.com yeah! slash all my fantasy children. Leave your, leave your, leave your prompt by the door and we'll find it. Yeah. I'll we get know. It. We gonna get it. <laughs> oh, is that your prompt? Let me bend over so you can see my little booty. Bend over and pick it up. <laughs> is this your prompt? You can also leave us a nice iTunes review. <laughs> or send no, us an email. No, don't, don't give it up, Jeff. Don't give it up. <laughs> Why don't you, uh, you can also send us your, your most secret private of prompts. Send it to our email at allmyfantasychildrenatgmail.com. Nobody will see it but us. Mm-hmm. Only Jeff and I. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you want to tell a friend about the show and you know what i mean if you want to bring somebody else into this i want you to bring as many people into this operation as possible the more the merrier word of mouth is the best (laughs) form word of mouth is the (laughs) best form of (laughs) sorry i threw up a little bit is the best form of advertising and also you can leave us an itunes review you can tell us how we did (laughs) Yeah. Jesus right. Christ. I'm so uh, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, it, back us on Patreon at yeah. patreon.com slash uh, all my fantasy children. Yeah. Uh, it helps us do bigger and cooler shit. Um, yeah. The more you support, the more we'll be able to do, to be honest. I'll be honest. This is, the more we'll be able to do, the more support right. we have in that in the fantasy machine. Yeah. Um, feel free to join our Discord. The link is pinned to our Twitter. We chat about all sorts of fun things, and we play games and dumb shit like that. Also, um, if you like tabletop games, but you don't like playing them with two other people, Jeff has your solution. I do. It's a podcast called Party of One. It's an actual play focused on two-player role-playing games. Uh, on our most recent episode, we played End of the World. I played myself. I went to Gen Con. It was fun. Nothing bad happened. No. Ignore the there title was, end of no, the world. There was pizza. It was everybody there was just pizza. Ate, it's about eating pizza. Yeah, right. It's good. Yeah. Just <laughs> check that out at soundcloud.com slash party of one podcast. Um, do you have a verbal hug this week? Oh, I have something. Go for it. I uh just just as a little project I'm trying to do for myself, uh my verbal hug this week is um wake up. I hope I hope that you wake up every day. And say to yourself in the mirror, to yourself over a nice beverage of your choice, it's going to be a wonderful day. I'm going to have a great day today. I'm going to be productive and I'm going to be happy. I've been trying that every day and it's going okay. I'm, I'm, you know, it's tough, 
But I'm trying to make sure that every day I make a little self-fulfilling prophecy to have a good day and have a good, productive, happy, positive day where I'm making forward progress in whatever I'm trying to do that day. Take it a day at a time. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. It's going okay. And if it's not going okay, just keep playing that little clip from my voice over and over and over again. And then you'll feel fucking awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Before we wrap, I want to give a very special thank you to Madeline Hale, the creator of the book we used for today, Table Fables, a collection of tables for the weary game master. Um, It was recommended to me, and I I cannot say enough how amazing this book is. Uh, We'll put a link to the Amazon. It's on Amazon, and I got it. It was great. And I think you should, too, because this is super fun, and it's a very amazing tool for creating characters. So we'll put the link in the show notes to the Amazon. And thank you, Madeline. This was amazing. Well done. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. And um, with that, good night night and and good game. game. Knick-knack, batty-whack. Give a cop a bone. <laughs>